Welcome to the Jill on Money Call of the Week. Remember, you've got two chances every week to get on the air. We've got our Call of the Week on Tuesdays, and then we try to drop another question after our interview segment on Thursdays. And today, we are so excited to have Katrina, who's on the uh, middle, is in the middle of the country, calling from Colorado. I don't know if you say the, let's just call it from, calling from the Rocky Mountains. How's that? That's better. What's on your mind, Katrina? How can I help you out? Thanks so much for having me, Jill. Um, so kind of, I guess, the situation, as it were, or a um, piece of advice we're looking for is my partner and I were thinking about, we've been a, a one-car family for a long time, um, and we're thinking about getting getting a second vehicle. Um, and we wanted to pay cash because, you know, I've heard in previous episodes of yours that that's, that's advisable if it's something that you can swing since the, the car depreciates. You don't want to be paying interest on it. Um, so we're just kind of, our discussion is trying to figure out where to get that money from. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we should pull it from like his bonus or um, we have some stock investments. So if, if that's okay. better. So tell um, me a little bit about yourself. First of all, how old are you guys? So we're both 30. Oh, yeah. Very nice. And yeah. um, you're both working right now? Mm-hmm. So we're both working. I'm I'm more working kind of part time. So I think it's probably like our income's probably a hundred grand between the two of us. Mm-hmm. Um, that's steady. Okay. Um, we also just bought a house. Ooh, so congratulations! About, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks. Kind of a lot of a lot of changes happening all at once. So that's a lot, huh? More, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're just trying to um, you know make good decisions, think think long term, and and uh, be informed. All right. So, so 100 grand a year, you bought a house. How much did you pay for the house? Um, 360, 360. 360. How did you finance that? What kind of mortgage? So it's a 30-year fixed um, interest rate is 4.875. Hmm. That's a little high, but I see because of just the timing yeah. of it. Okay. Um, yeah. How much did you borrow? So right now, outstanding on our mortgage, we have 279. Um, and and you're, are, are you accelerating the pay down and just making the payments that are required yeah we're trying to accelerate it kind of in the early stages right now but okay um all right that's cool yeah. that's cool <laughs> we're gonna get to that in a second um okay tell me a little bit about the cash in the bank like an emergency reserve fund what do you have great so that's the other um you think we're thinking about for our down payment we used a lot of our um emergency fund and, and our savings so right mm. now we're down to about 1500 um and then, yeah, yeah, I know. And then for, um, I think we have about two grand in the HS in an HSA as well. So okay. Um, and did you say that you had money in stock? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Tell me about that. That's in a brokerage account. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's kind of just like mostly mutual funds. Um, it's something that I inherited a while ago, and it's probably around I don't know five sixty right now. So. It's a decent amount. So but it's just something slow down, that, girly. Hold on one second. Five sixty, yeah. as in five hundred sixty thousand. Yeah. You kind of glossed over that. That is what we call yeah. in my business burying the lead. Hold yeah. on. Okay. So that's the big number. Is there money that's in a money market account in that brokerage account? Do you have any safe money inside of that account right now? Um, I guess I guess I'd have to. To look into it. To okay. See. All right. That's cool. Who's managing that account for you? Are you doing it yourself? Um, no, I just kind of selected some different, some mutual funds with, with, um, it's on Vanguard. Oh, okay. So it's a Vanguard account. When did you inherit this account? 
would be like 15, 10, 15 years ago. So it was a long time ago. So um, and I just you've got a ton of set it and, and forget it. And you've got a ton of gains in that account, correct? Yeah. There are no yeah. losses anywhere in that account. Um, I mean, probably kind of through time as the markets change, but okay. um, nothing, nothing significant. Okay, no. not a problem. Now, tell mm-hmm. me about the retirement stuff that you guys have done. And are you yeah. are you putting money away into a Roth because uh, part time usually you don't get a retirement account to contribute to? Is that so? What are you doing? Yeah, so I I am not. Uh, my husband is. So um, I think he's got about thirty grand in his Roth four hundred one k and just about five grand in his IRA. Okay. Um, so that's the other thing too. We were we'd want to max both of those out. Definitely. Um, Definitely. Okay. So here's what you're going to think about. A couple of things. Let's do your priorities. Mm -hmm. Stop making extra payments on that house. Okay. On the mortgage, rather. Just stop doing that. I know that... Just pay pay the minimum? Pay the minimum. Pay what you're supposed to pay because we're going to do some... We got some business to take care of with you guys because we want to look at your cash flow and to get a real sense of your cash flow, now that you've bought the house, making those extra payments kind of starts to give us a distorted view of your cash flow. So first Mm -hmm. things first, stop doing that. And presumably, I don't know how much extra you're putting on that mortgage, but, you know, it would be better if instead of you paying down that mortgage, if you could take that money and use that extra cash flow so that your husband can max out his Roth, his Roth 401k, and you Mm -hmm. can start a Roth IRA yourself on your income. I would much rather you pay the tax today on the dollar you earn because tax rates are low. You might fall into the 12%. Your Most of your money is being taxed at 12%. If mm-hmm. he maxes out his Roth 401k, if you max out your Roth IRA, the, the amount of tax that you're paying on that m- amount over about $77,000, it's just not that much. So I would rather pay the tax due today, put the money into a Roth IRA, put the money into a Roth 401k, and let those accounts just jam. Far better to do that than to put money down on that mortgage. Just completely, it's a great do for you guys. Okay, next, we got to replenish your emergency reserve fund. I know that the Mm -hmm. brokerage account probably has a lot of embedded gains in that account. What I'd love for you to do is to take a look at that account See if there are any losses. Maybe there's just like some loser in there and you want to take some of the money out of the loser if you have one and then actually put that against any winner. So if like one fund has a small loss, one fund has a small gain, sell enough of each so that there's no tax change and that goes into your emergency reserve fund. If there are no losses that get you there, what I want you to understand is you guys are in a low bracket for long-term capital gains. When you're married filing jointly and you've got income of less than $479,000, you're in the 15% long-term capital gains rate. And I just have to imagine that, I mean, it's not a definite, but I think that more likely than not, tax rates are all going to go up. So I would much rather you today take a look at this portfolio. If you don't know, send me just you can literally send me a screen grab of the account and I can look at the account with you 
and we can Mm -hmm. go through it and say which one of these funds looks like. And also, let's look at the allocation, because if you're going to start doing some tax selling and you're going to replenish your emergency reserve, we might as well look at that the allocation right now and make sure it's in line with what you really want, because. You know, you inherited it a long time ago. You were much younger. You've got different things that are going on. You guys don't have kids yet, do you? No. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that's in the plan. All right. Good. You'll be richer for it. I mean, you know, this money is the money that's in this Vanguard account is really interesting to me because what it does buy you is tons of opportunity. And I don't mm-hmm. want to I know that you want to set it and forget it, but let's look at it and make sure it's now consistent with where you are in your life. That, to me, mm-hmm. is a really important piece of the process. But the, you got the game plan right now. Stop paying extra on the mortgage. Use that cash flow. Really look at those retirement accounts. Max out a Roth IRA for yourself. Max out the Roth 401k and the Roth IRA for your husband. And then we want to make sure we replenish the emergency reserve. And in that process, let's be really clear about the risk you have in the brokerage account and making sure that the allocation is in line with your goals and your risk tolerance. And that, to me, is where you go. You're in fantastic shape. For yeah. the, remember the original question about the car? Yeah. Forgot about that, didn't you? No, I didn't. <laughs> um, I, I, I would. Did. So what's his bonus for that we're talking about? Um, pre-tax, it's 75000 I think. I would take the bonus money. I mean, it, it depends. It depends what you end up doing with a brokerage account. It could come out of the brokerage account or you could just use the money from the bonus. You haven't maxed out the retirement account, but I think that the whole the bonus and and the Vanguard account kind of come into play here, which is if there are no gains and you don't want to pay taxes this year, then I might use the bonus to buy the car in cash. I think that probably the bonus and the the conversation around the bonus and the brokerage account happens simultaneously. We see what's available, but you're mm-hmm. going to pay cash either from the bonus or from that Vanguard account for the car. Mm-hmm. And it's really just a question of, you know, how much of a tax gain you want, how much of the tax bill you want to pay in the Vanguard account, how much we have to put into the Roth and all the contributions. I think you probably can do pretty much everything at once, but it's not going to all come from the bonus. You're going to have to tap into that Vanguard account to do everything you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense too, for setting aside savings as well. Yeah. You know, cause it, it's a drag to find yourself at a time where you must have access to money. And I would rather, uh, you know, I'd rather have you be more in control of when you replenish that account, because if an emergency mm-hmm. arises and the market happens to be down, it would stink to have to then sell something at a place where you wish you had done it earlier. So let's, it, you know, markets are in good shape right now. Let's take advantage of that and pay the taxes that are due and get all of those boxes checked in terms of emergency fund, maxing out retirement and then making sure the allocation is right in line with where you want to be. Perfect. Makes sense? Sounds like a game plan. And yeah, that's that's a great idea to look at um, balance gains against losses. Yeah. Well, give yeah. me a shout if so. you need any more help, though. I'm happy. We're, we, we, this is the kind of stuff we love to do because it's sort of in the weeds. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Well, thank you so much, Jill. Really appreciate it. You take care. Thanks so much for calling. That's it for the bonus call of the week. If you'd like to get on the air with us, just send us an email. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. We'll arrange to get you on. Talk to you next time.